0: All right, dads, I have a very exciting guest joining me today. He is known as the frat boy on Z100's Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. He has one of the most recognizable voices in all of New York radio. Greg T will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. I put a post up on Instagram yesterday, so the giveaway contest is now live and will run until Father's Day. I will be giving away two of AJ Buckley's diaper bags that turn into changing tables. You got to check them out over on papercliplife.com. They run about $175 a piece. They look amazingly stylish. So get over to at Alec underscore lace on Instagram and enter to win. You can hear my interview with actor AJ Buckley on episode 210 of the podcast. He talks all about the bathroom incident that led to his creation of the bags. I will be announcing the winners live on instagram following my appearance on fox and friends on father's day so please get in on the fun if you are new to the podcast here i'd like to encourage you to take a look through the archives of the show and see all the amazing dads who have joined me here to share their fatherhood journeys and offer some great advice uh, some of the most downloaded episodes include tony hawk the skateboarding legend Dion sanders and kurt warner of course of the nfl hall of fame you can even hear my interviews with tom brady julian edelman and others on my super bowl media day episode Matt Roloff of Little People Big World drew a big surge in the listenership, as have many of my Navy SEAL interviews, including lone survivor Marcus Luttrell and the Bin Laden slayer himself, Rob O'Neill. So please take a look. There is something there for everybody to enjoy. And if you have a chance, please hit me with a rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. It will go a long way to help me out and share this podcast with every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that is celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to jump into the action right now with Z100's Greg T. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. You are going to hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to consider becoming a sponsor of First Class Fatherhood, please hit me up with an email, firstclassfatherhood at gmail.com. All right, and joining me now is a first-class father. He is known as the frat boy on Elvis Duran and the Morning Show over on Z100. He has one of the most recognizable voices in New York radio. He has pulled some hilarious stunts and pranks that have kept millions of listeners laughing. It is so cool for me to say, Greg T., welcome to First Class Fatherhood.
1: Hey, hey what's going on, Alec? I'm really excited to be a part of this today.
0: All right, let's do this. How many kids do you have and how old are they?
1: Sure, I've got
0: uh, two little girls.
1: Uh, Jada and Ella, and uh, Jada is 12, and Ella is 9, she'll be 10 coming up soon.
0: All right, Greg, please take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Sure, so uh, I've been very lucky, and I mean very lucky.
1: Um, I work for the Elvis Duran Morning Show on radio station Z100 here in New York City, home base, but we're syndicated across the country around 100 stations, across the country, and of course on Satellite, on Sirius Satellite Radio, Channel 12, you can get it. It's an iHeart radio station, so you can also get us on the streaming iHeart radio app. And uh, I am the, the token um, f- um, F-R-A-T frat boy of the morning show, the king jackass, I like to call myself sometimes, which makes a little bit of humbling of an experience when I have to go home and then be dad, so I have to kind of be dad and then be the jokester on the radio. So my kids are always going, well, Dad, you do that on the radio. And then I always tell them, I do it because I try to put a roof over your head, guys. I'm trying to give you the best life you possibly can have. I may not love being the clown or, you know, the master clown, but uh, it pays the bills. It gets me through. So it's all right. You know, um, my, I, I don't want to get too much into my own upbringing. Uh, my mother did everything she possibly could for me. Uh, but like I'm sure you know, millions of uh, people out there, you know there was one portion of the parental guidance that was not good for me, and um, I, you know, my my biological uh, pop is still around. I know where he is. We just don't speak. It's been it's been ages. It's been years, and so we don't speak. And um, so I always watched movies. And I saw families on television, or I heard stories through songs on the radio, and I would interpret things, or I would go to my friends' houses, and I would see the way their families interacted. So I had ideas in my mind of what I wanted to do and how I wanted to be a father. So when I immediately had my kids, I jumped right into it, and I wanted to be the father that I didn't have. So yeah, I started coaching. I coached soccer. I got involved in dance if they wanted to do dance. Uh, all their school projects, whether it was bring your parent to to school day or whatever it might be, I just wanted to be a part of my kids' lives, and I wanted them to know how much I loved them and how much how far I would go to prove my love to them, to show them where I could be in their lives.
0: Yeah, very cool. Now, what are some of the challenges, Greg, of doing morning radio consistently the way you've done it here while being a father? Do, do you miss all the morning time with the kids? Uh, what are the challenges of it?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a great question. Um, yeah, you know, it is tough. Um, let's see, how can I say it? I mean, in the beginning, I would try, we, we had to, well, in the beginning, we had to get a nanny to help us out uh, because I do have a lot of extracurricular. Um, quote-unquote appearances I we'll wanted to show up at different uh, stores or, uh, you know, sporting events or a concert or a club gig or something. So, therefore, I can't be a part of certain things. Uh, so, the nanny group was helping us out in the beginning, uh, and then I, but then I would try to rush home because as good the nanny, as the nanny was, I felt like, man, what am I doing? I, I want to be a part of their lives every single step of the way. So, I was beating myself down trying to get everything done and get home as fast as I could so that they would know that I was there for them all the time. So there was those difficult times. But sometimes morning radio kind of helps uh, because I also get to come home and uh, be home for uh, an evening dinner. And, you know, I really believe that at least at evening dinner, we can all come together and just share a part of our day. So that's the good thing. I may not be there early in the morning to see them get on the bus, go to school, or um, you know, maybe sometimes I can't make a, a school event, But I'm damn well there at home at dinner so that they all know that that door is open, we all come home, we all meet at the kitchen table, and we can share our days. The one thing I do with my daughters, and I don't know if this is, you know, oh, come on, you really don't, but this is one thing I do. I go around the table. I'm going to really embarrass myself here. I make the kids tell me three things that happened in their lives that day, whatever it is, three things. But they can't they, they, they can't get up out of the table without telling me three things. And then at least we can share a part of their lives.
0: Yeah, I think that's awesome, Greg. I love to hear things like that because it is so important to communicate with our kids. And one thing that I usually ask dads about is their discipline styles. Are you a spanker, a time-out guy? What type of disciplinarian are you as a father?
1: Well, okay. Again, I, didn't want to, I don't want to rehash what happened to me. So I'm far from a spanker. That is not happening. No, um... I do believe, because I always wanted this, I believe in being able to um, talk to my my daughters and I want to hear from them first. I want them to be able to be free to talk to me and to tell me if they did something wrong, I ask them about it, you know, forcefully, but I don't don't sit there and go, you know, hey, here's a lollipop, so tell me what you did wrong. You know, it's not like that. They know if I'm angry. Uh, they know they did wrong. And I think through this repetitive way of, um, disciplining, they understand. So they don't come to me like, oh, dad's a pushover, because that's not going to happen. Um, if, if a, if a punishment is needed and warranted, then I, then we do that. But, uh, for the most part, uh, I let them talk, and I want to talk to them. And I just believe, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's going to come back to bite me in the butt, but I do believe. If I talk to them and if they see that they can talk to me openly where I'm not making fun, where I'm actually listening, I'm paying attention, we're going to have a good relationship going forward. So, so far, so good. Listen, kids are kid, they do step out of line. And sometimes, you know, that line of just talking, it goes a little bit on the wayside there and they're kind of like, they'll roll their eyes. So then you've got to catch that because you don't want that to go on. You don't want to think, well, I just have to talk my way through this. That doesn't happen. So I make yeah. sure that they know that the talking is still a talking. It's not like they're not just going to, you know, BS me.
0: Yeah, well said. I like that philosophy, Greg. And I have four kids myself, and each one of them they respond differently to different styles of discipline. So,
1: you know, that's true. My, my little—that's a great point. I'm a kid with four kids. Wow. I, 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 uh, I was a coward. I got out of two. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think the funniest story is when somebody—I don't know if we can talk about this—when a man has to go in and make a decision to go get the, the vasectomy or something, and you go do that, man, after you come out of that, the club that you're in with with other men that have got to do that, they all start coming out of the woodworks. So they're like, I had mine back in 98. I had mine in 2003. They start telling you all their war stories. You know, so, uh, <laughs> you're right, though. My youngest daughter, when I talk to her, she's a little softer, so I have to kind of watch the way I handle things with her. Um, my older one, I don't know if, you know what, look, I, I, maybe I'm not the, the best of fathers, so maybe I did something wrong with this one. With my older one, I, um, I wanted to be protective, so I started teaching her early on, please don't let them see you cry. I said to her that in this world that we live in, it shouldn't be this way, but I felt like men expect these women to cry, and I don't like that. And I don't want that to be the expectant. And I wish I can go back and tell men to to stop having that feeling, that, that, that association with women. And women are so strong. So I'm trying to raise my kids, my daughters, to be as strong as they can. But maybe I did a bad job because my oldest daughter won't let anybody see her cry. And then I feel bad. I'm like, oh, my God, she's holding this in. And then when she does let it out, it's like, Niagara Falls when she finally lets it out and that's not a good thing either so now I'm trying to go back and, and correct that I feel like I may have done something wrong I didn't yell at her don't let them see you cry but I would always talk about that like Jada don't do that because I just felt like they would think that she's weak and she's not weak and I don't want people to think that women are weak they're not and women deserve more respect than they sometimes get they deserve it because women are strong, and I want my daughters to know that they are strong, and they're deserving of every single thing a man gets. Women are, are deserving of that as well. But I don't yeah, know if I messed up.
0: No, I don't think so, Greg. I mean, I'm right there with you on all that. But, I mean, this is an on-the-job training position, so to say. I think there's a lot of trial and error. Um, I have one girl myself. She's my baby, and, and I have been butchering the hairstyle. So uh, how about yourself? Have you been able to get in there and do the hair with the girls? Well, they all make fun of me,
1: Okay. The only hairstyle that I can do, I do give it up to my wife, Trish. My wife, Trish, she's much better at this than I am. The only hairstyle that I can do is I can pull it back straight, put it into a really nice ponytail, and make it look like slick and clean. But that's it. The braiding I can't do. So if you can do braiding, God bless you, man. You're better than men than I am. I try, but I can't. I can't do any hairstyles. I'm not good at it ponytails and uh, the the, the pigtails, that's all I can do, man, that's about it, that's it, so hats off to you, you're a better man than me if you could do more than that.
0: Yeah, I'm trying here, Uh, you know, I'm watching YouTube videos to try to learn and do it better.
1: How great is YouTube? Man, I only wish my pop had YouTube then, and he could have maybe learned learned a thing or two, and could have been a better dad, you know? God, YouTube (laughs) teaches us everything these
0: days. Yeah, well, while we're talking about it, uh, the technology is a struggle for a lot of dads out here, the YouTube, the video game. So uh, how do you handle or monitor the technology with your girls? All right, it's time to get an important word from our sponsors and then right back with more with Greg T. I'm Alec Lace and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Are you enjoying First Class Fatherhood? Did you know you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? It may sound insane, but it's true. There is a free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Seriously, just go download the free PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android, and if you use my special code, Fatherhood, you will get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. The more you listen, the more PodCoin you earn. And then you turn those PodCoins into gift cards for places like Amazon, Starbucks, or more. So go ahead and listen to this podcast on PodCoin and sign up using the code FATHERHOOD. It will change the way you listen to podcasts. Let's go, dads. Summertime is upon us here, and there is no better way to spend time with your kids this summer than to take them to a live event, whether that's out at the ball field, at a monster truck rally, or even a Broadway show. Buy your tickets on SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and apply my code, First Class. That's one word, First Class. And First Class Fatherhood listeners are going to save $20 off their ticket purchase. Get over to SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and buy all your tickets for this summer's fun. Maybe you want to take them to their first concert. Go to SeatGeek.com and apply my code, First Class. One word, First Class. And save $20 off your ticket purchase. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. Uh, the technology is a struggle for a lot of dads out here. The YouTube, the video games. So, uh, how do you handle or monitor the technology with your girls?
1: Okay, so I don't know. Look, I don't know how old you are, what era you were raised in. Um, maybe you can relate. Maybe I, I don't. My era, we went outside and played. You know, like we fell down, we stretched our knees. It was what it was. I had a skateboard and. If it cracked, it cracked. You earned a new one, you know, and you went out with your friends. You made games up in the street in a cul-de-sac. You ran around and just invented things. Kids today, I don't see them inventing anything. Man, it kills me. So we will do a, for sure, every Sunday, it's turn it in. All the devices get turned in on Sundays, no matter what. Because Sundays, they have no you know extracurricular activities. Um, my one daughter did. She used to soccer. Broke my heart. Don't want to revisit that again. Uh, but now there's nothing to do on Sundays. So Sundays, I forced them to, you know, go to, go downstairs. I built a crafts room for them in the basement. I'm pretty handy. So I redid my basement myself. And I split it up with one room is designated a crafts room. And, uh, it's really cute. And they can do anything they want in there. They can. They can do artwork. They can, you know, write the music. They can be singing on karaoke machines. They can do whatever they want. Do it, Let their minds wander. If they want to get outside, great. You know, I take them out. We'll invent, you know, new games, new play box ball, jump rope-a-thons. Whatever it is, we'll do that. But I don't want them on those devices because they seem to be taking over their lives. My daughters are so involved in YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. And they sit there and watch these other families on YouTube all day long. And I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, they're making slime. They're doing TikTok videos. You name it, it's all they do is these devices. It's a good thing, but it could be a bad thing. I don't want my devices to be a babysitter, you
0: know? Yeah, it really is the best of both worlds here. I mean, it's given me the opportunity to speak with you and, and do this podcast here, but I mean, I do see it all the time as I drive Uber on the weekends that the communication skills have just simply gone out the window here.
1: Yeah, they're not Talking, right? Do you know my daughters, when I have to drive them to dance, let's say we pick up a neighbor, right? I will have to introduce topics for them to talk about. All three girls will sit in the back seat, you know, and and I'll be sitting there in my truck, and they'll go, and I'll go, are you guys talking? And they're like, no, we're just on our devices. And they're fine with that. And I'm like, "But, but you have people here. Talk to each other. You know, how was your day? Did you get a lot of homework? What's going on at school? Who did you sit with at lunch? I don't know. I'm just talking about something. What did you see on TV? They're not even watching TV anymore. It's ridiculous. Crazy, man. Crazy world we live in with these devices now.
0: Yeah, and we sound a bit like our parents now. You know, I mean, it's come full circle here, but it's true. Uh, Some of the stuff that really blows my mind is when my kids will just sit there and watch somebody else play video games.
1: What is like? What is that? They are watching other kids. (laughs) Playing video games? What are you doing? Are you kidding me? That is crazy.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. Um, Now, what is the relationship like between your two girls, Greg? Do they get along? Are they like cats and dogs? Do they share a bedroom? How does all that work?
1: Okay, maybe you can help me out with this one, man. I am trying to figure this out. So, my mother, I go to my mom for a lot of advice. My mom says that a boy and a girl will tease each other. Two boys will wrestle and slam each other into walls, and two girls will be vicious to one another. So I've got two girls, and I'm dealing with viciousness. I mean, listen, there are those times where they are just beautiful, and I'm thinking, like, can't you just stay like this? And in a matter of minutes, they're like, well, yeah, I don't want to take it from you. You're not my boss, and they're like nasty, and they switch it on and off. When, like, I'm telling you, it's like a switch goes off. And it's like, I no longer want to be nice to you. Now I'm going to be the meanest, nastiest, coldest person to you. And the two of them are nasty to one another. And I can't figure it out. I just can't get it right. I don't know. So you know what? Like you said earlier, parenthood, we're still learning. It's, we're learning in, in, you know, as we go. We really are.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now, did you find out what you were having both times with the girls? Did you do, like, uh, some type of Z100 gender reveal thing? Or did you wait till the end?
1: Okay, so the gender reveal came on after, because uh, now that's really a trendy thing. It came on after I had my kids.
0: Um, we did
1: find out, and I was that, I really was, I was that naive guy that thought, oh, I'm going to have a son. Yeah, we're having babies. It's going to be a boy. And we're going to play football and ice hockey. So when the doctor, uh, you know, was, was doing the, the test to see what we were going to have, and he said, girl, I was like, Maybe you should check again. I don't think so. And the doctor was like, "Uh, yeah, you're having a girl. And it was silent on the ride home. We got home, got into the the house, and I'm in the refrigerator, and I'm not saying anything. Uh, I'm walking around aimlessly in my house, and my wife says, Trish goes, "Uh, is something wrong? And I said, what happened? And she said, "Greg, talk to me. And I said, no, it's fine. And uh, she goes, something's bothering you about having a girl. And it came over me. And, you know, I broke down. I started crying. And I wasn't crying because I was mad. I was crying because I was scared. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I said to Trish, I said, I'm going to fail as a father. I don't know how to play with a girl. I don't know what to do. And I'm going to need help. And I said, I never thought I would need help. I thought when I was going to be ready to have a kid, that I'd be the best dad ever. And then I got scared that I couldn't be the best dad. And then it turned out that I, I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty okay. But I was really
0: nervous at a time, for sure. Yeah. And then uh, when he said I-, I was having
1: a second girl, then I was like, no way! He's going to have two girls, and I'm good.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the greatest things about fatherhood, Greg. I mean, I speak with so many Navy SEALs on the podcast here, and one of their sayings is that you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think that fatherhood does that to us. It puts us in some very uncomfortable situations, and we grow so much from it.
1: Yep, you're right, man. Yeah, you're absolutely correct, you know. You learn as you go, and you have to let loose. you got to be able to be okay with being uncomfortable. You have to. Um, you have to be able to be a softie sometimes. You know, um, I'm I'm not looking to be a dad to scare my kids, man. I I want them, I, I just want to love them. I want to love them as, as hard as I possibly can, and I want them to know how much I love them. And, God, there's days I leave work, and all I want to do is get home. I want to take my kids out of school and just go play with them. Like, I want to sneak them out. I never thought I'd ever be that way. I never thought I'd be the guy to say, God, I just want to play with my kids right now. Now, listen, I'm not an angel. There are those times where, where I say, please, everybody, leave me alone. Give me my space. And, listen, Sunday golf is great. Because, of, because I have two girls, my, my, uh, my wife will take the girls out shopping or doing something, and I'll just go uh, you know, go golf with the guys. So it does have a dumb side. I do get to go play a little bit of golf with other uh, fathers that have daughters as well.
0: Yeah, very cool. All right, you've had some great success here on the radio with Elvis Duran and the Z100 Morning Show. What type of uh, goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future? Oh,
1: God. Uh, You know, I guess one day I see myself uh, commanding, you know, my own ship. Uh, I'd like to make Elvis proud of me. I, I would. I'd like him to one day look at me and say, you know, T, you did it. You know, you learn from me, and I see what you're doing. Uh, I've tried to take a lot of notes. You know, I, I see myself like the catcher on a on a on a baseball team, and I I've seen the field for so many years. You know, I, I know when my pitcher is on, and I know when he's off his game. I know when I got a runner on first, and he's ready to steal second, and I know how to block the plate for the team, and I can do that if they're coming home up from third. So that analogy being said. I think I'll be ready one day to take over because I think that a a catcher, a good catcher makes a good manager because we've been able to see the field the whole way from behind home plate. So I've been watching, you know, all these years being with Elvis, and uh, I do wish one day that I can make him proud and put to the radio what I've learned from him and how, you know, I could be, you know, almost I could show him what, what he's taught me without him realizing that he's taught me. So that, that's my goal, to have my own sh- my own show one day. That would be great. And uh, just to make him proud, not to, not to fail.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, Greg. And I wish you the best of luck with it. Last thing I want to hit you with here, I love to ask all the dads I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Wow. Um, you know what?
1: I guess I would like to tell all the new dads, if there's dads-to-be or guys that one day want to be, um, I would like to tell them, I'd like to tell them take it easy, relax. You know, kids are going to be kids. They're going to make mistakes. But to take it all in, and I didn't believe it when my friends would tell me it goes by so fast, but you turn around and you start going through your computer and you're looking at these old pictures and you can't believe that all of a sudden they're 12 years old or... You just can't believe how fast it does go, and you can't go back. So if you, if everybody could stop for a minute and just watch, maybe not even play, but just watch the kids play and watch them grow up, I think they're really going to enjoy it a lot more. And I think the advice that you said, that one of the Navy SEALs said, is be okay with being uncomfortable, I never even thought about it, but that is some great advice right there because it's going to take a lot and you're going to be embarrassed at times. You're going to be uncomfortable at times. But be okay with that. And just when you think your kid is screwed up in a restaurant or they're acting out, believe me, everybody else's kid has done the same thing. Every girl, everybody else's kid has dropped soda on the ground or, or knocked a tray off the floor or whatever it's happened to each you. Or they've all crapped themselves in a movie theater or something. It's all happened to all of us. So never think that, oh, my God, I'm the only parent that this has happened to. We've all been there. Hey, hey, here's my last advice. Practice opening up a stroller. It takes a lot to open up a stroller. They're not as easy as you think. There you go. That's my advice.
0: Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Greg T., you're a first-class father, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood.
1: Dude, I love this podcast, man. Your questions are phenomenal, bro phenomenal. I am really happy, and I can tell you honestly, I'm proud to be a part of it. Thanks for having me on.
0: All right, I'm back with some closing thoughts in just a second here. back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. i got to give a special thank you once again to Greg T for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback and lock it in so I've got a lot more action coming your way. Be sure you're following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. The giveaway is up. You can win one of two diaper bags that I'll be giving away. They are incredible. you got to check them out on papercliplife.com. Tomorrow on the show, we have a man who scored big on The Bachelor in Paradise, Evan bass and then we're really going to switch gears and get to our frogman friday episode on friday i have former navy seal and author nick hayes joining me to close out the week all right that's all i got for you guys today i'm alec lace you have been listening to first class fatherhood and please remember guys we are not babysitters we are fathers and we're not just fathers we are first class fathers (laughs)